turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. At Highlands Christian Schools is a faith-based school, and we educate for excellence. They have a strong biblical foundation, they prepare our children for the future, and they have strong academics. We integrate the teachings of the Bible in every academic subject that we teach, and we try to implement Bible teachings in every aspect of our students' lives. The teachers and staff at Highlands have instilled confidence in my children, and I see that in them every day. At Highlands Christian Schools, we want our students to grow, to thrive, and to expand in their love of learning. For more about Highlands Christian Schools and their vision to educate for excellence, go to the website highlands.us. Now, Sarah had been thinking, and and in her thinking, Sarah had come to the conclusion that God needed some help to fulfill the promise of a child. And, And it was in this misguided conclusion that decisions were made that have resulted in Thousands of years of bloodshed in what we now refer to as the Arab-Israeli conflict. Welcome once again to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout, and we're continuing our look into the life of Abraham. And we get to a very life-changing part for you and for me of Abraham and Sarah's family life. Here's Pastor Leighton. You know, if someone ever tells you, you know, what I'm doing, it doesn't hurt anyone else, don't believe it. Sometimes the effects of decisions carry for generations, centuries, a millennia. Now, Abraham was now 85 years old, and he was still young in his faith. He'd been walking with the Lord but 10 years, and he was still learning about the ways of the Lord. And God had promised him a child but God hadn't given him any timetable. Why did God make him wait so long? Well, again, Hebrews gives us the answer. It's because God wanted to make sure that they were as good as dead in, in their own abilities because he wanted to have the glory. Hebrews 6.12 says it's through faith and patience, through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. Isaiah 28.16 says, He that believeth shall not make haste. He that believeth shall not make haste. It's in unbelief that we make hasty decisions. Now for this, for Abram and Sarah, this was a time of waiting on the Lord. Most people don't like to wait. Abraham and Sarah didn't wait. Sarah knew that she was incapable of bearing a child, but Abram was still capable. And, you know... God had specifically named Abraham to be the father, but you know, God hadn't named the mother of the child. Now, now logically, Sarah would be the mother of the child, but, but, but perhaps, perhaps, that's found in the passage, perhaps, God had other plans. You see, Sarah was second-guessing God, and that's a dangerous thing to do. 
dangerous thing to do. True faith is based on the word of God, not the wisdom of man. Sarah was unable to say to Abram as she approached him, you know, thus saith the Lord. She didn't say that because she couldn't say that. She could only say, perhaps. There's some valuable lessons for us here. Number one, Sarah resorted to scheming. Now, we've already learned from Abraham's earlier activities in Egypt that scheming is one of the indicators that we have that we're operating outside of God's provisions. When we are depending upon our own schemes, then we're not depending upon God. You know, God doesn't need our assistance to accomplish his own purpose. God's will will be done. He merely invites us to make ourselves willing instruments in whom and through whom his will might be accomplished. You know, there's another lesson for us here. And this one, I think, may affect some of us present because we might be in this place. Sarah was not concerned about the glory of God. Her only concern was to have a child. And, and you know, there's more than a hint of disappointment with God. Sarah actually accuses God of holding out on her. Now, now, now see now, the Lord has restrained me from having children. The Lord has restrained me from having children. Sarah was angry at the Lord. And you know, this is the same spirit that can be found in the serpent's temptation of Eve in the garden. You know, Eve, you see that tree out there? I'll bet you it's really good. And you know what? God's holding out on you. God's holding out on you. Why don't you take matters into your own hands? Psalm 84, 11 assures us that no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. He's a good heavenly father. You know, I try to be a good dad. and I, I'm limited in my perspectives. And sometimes my children come to me and they say, Daddy, I want this. It'll make me happy. And sometimes I say yes and sometimes I say no. And, and I do so because I want the best for my children over the long term. And sometimes I make mistakes. But God, our Heavenly Father, He doesn't make any mistakes. And He wants what's best for us over the long run. He doesn't hold out good things from us. Every good thing is from our Heavenly Father. Now, it should be noted that Abraham taking Hagar as an additional wife was acceptable according to the marriage codes of that day. In our day, we pursue marriage after God's model that was established in the pre-fall condition of the garden. One man, one woman, one flesh. It's interesting to notice that even the angel of the Lord that appeared to Hagar, Hagar did not really recognize the legitimacy of this marriage because he referred to Hagar as Sarah's maid, not Abram's wife. But you can see how Abram and Sarah didn't pass this 
test of faith. Number one, they were unwilling to wait on the Lord, and, and, they, and they just rushed ahead with their own plans. And number two, they, they acted only to please themselves, and not for the glory of God. And thirdly, they, they, they were not obeying the word of the Lord. They were depending rather on their scheming. They wanted to, you know, give the Lord some help. Do you know we do the same thing? We want to give the Lord some help. Come on, Lord. We're running short of time. Now, you might have some examples that come to your mind. In the years of ministry, I've got some that come to my mind. One is... uh, Lord, I know that this dollar really is supposed to be in the offering plate. But, but, but Lord, it, 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 it's so small. You know, Lord, I think you need some help. And I'm going to help you. What I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to invest this dollar in the California lottery. And you know, Lord, it's your money, so you're going to bless it. And, and when you bless it, I'm going to give you 50%, 40, uh, 30, 25, 25%, 25%. Yeah, or another one. Um, you, you know, Lord, uh, I'm not really happy uh, here where you have me. I, it, you know, it's, and Lord, I know that you want me to be, I want, you want me to be happy. No, not always true. Um, so, you know, Lord, but, but, but you don't seem to be, you know, getting me to, you know, to move someplace else. And, and so, Lord, um, I, I think I'm going to help you. You know, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to help you. Um, or, or how about this one? You know, Lord... Your word tells us that we're supposed to be good stewards. And you know, Lord, paying rent every month is not being a good steward. We should be, you know, we should be putting that into real estate. And um, you know, Lord, if we tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, we may not, you know, qualify for the. Uh, you know, Lord, I'm going to give you a little, a little help here. Um, how about this one? You know, Lord, your, your word says it's not good for a man to be alone. And, and, and Lord, there's a solution right over there. <laughs> now, we have this little problem, Lord, and that is the solution isn't even aware of me. So obviously, Lord, you need a little help. You know, we, we do it all. We do. We help the Lord all the time. This little way and that little way. And so often when we do, <laughs> tragedy results. That solution wasn't God's solution. People live through Terrible ordeals. 
you know, God doesn't need our help. If we just walk uprightly before the Lord, make ourselves available to Him, His will will be accomplished in us and through us. Did you hear yourself in any of those illustrations from Pastor Layton during today's program? I know I did. That's when you know the Lord is speaking to you. You're listening to Study Verse by Verse, just a brief devotional time with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in the Bay Area in San Bruno. And if you'd like more details about the church, and I encourage you to check out the details at highlands.us. If you were with us at the very beginning of the program, you heard a little information about Highlands Christian Schools. Well, highlands.us is the link for that as well. A homepage will open up and you can either go to the church or the school. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. I hope you'll let us know that you listen. And if you'd like to come alongside and be a financial partner, help us cover the expenses that we have on a regular basis, well, you can do that easily. Again, highlands.us. Have a great weekend. Come back on Monday if you can at this same time when Pastor Layton will open the Word of God and help us study verse by verse.